I'm Matthew. I'm Marty. I'm Carlos. And we are the Heroes 3. Heroes 3, the bi-weekly podcast where three friends explore the best, worst, and everything in between in the world of Asian cinema. This week is all about the 1992 continuation of Police Story, Police Story 3, Super Cop. Or, yeah. as it was known in America, Super Cop. <laughs> and they say Super Cop a lot more than I was expecting in this movie, I'll be honest. Oh. Like, I thought that was just kind of a title, but they actually, they actually say it quite a few times. That's the rule of titles. Like, yeah, the more you say them, the better... The better yeah, the, the better the movie, exactly. He did remember how the remember title. how they say Raiders of the Lost Ark like fifty times. Oh, I still have to see movie. that one. Sorry, I, I, I have giant <laughs> blind spots. I just oh man, I need to see movies. Man. <laughs> I mean, after all of the glass we shattered in the first movie, and then all of the fire that we had to endure, I I feel mm. like I feel like Chan has earned it by this yeah. third yeah. film. He's definitely they do a call super him a super cop. cop in the second movie right right and the title it could just as easily refer to michelle and in many ways maybe it it does oh, refer yeah. to michelle you know oh um, yeah oh yeah now that's that's an important thing to say is this movie uh, like i said originally was released in 92 and then the american version of it with with actually with jackie and michelle yo doing the dubbing released in 1996 a few years later and yeah, we get this our first interaction with Jackie Chan and Michelle Yeoh on screen. So that's really exciting because they're both amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's... Their their last movie together, uh, unfortunately, because they are just like amazing. That uh, it's maybe mm-hmm. kind of just ideal chemistry and ideal action chemistry. Oh, sorry, what were you saying, Carlos? I, w- I was just gonna say that you know, really, it, it's pretty cool because Jackie really is one of the main reasons that Michelle Yeoh ended up in Hong Kong cinema because uh, she came from Malaysia and uh, the, her first job was doing a commercial with Jackie Chan. And it was after that that they, you know, created this professional relationship and that led to this movie. So, yeah. yeah and that sort of like christened her for the like Hong Kong public. And it was shortly after that, that, you know, she had a contract with uh, D&B films and Yes, Madam, which we ran into, you know, a few weeks ago, and you know, mm-hmm. the rest is history. And also, apparently, Jackie introduced her to her first husband, Dixon Poon. Yeah, huh. right, right, right. And there's an interesting yeah. thing that you might notice at the beginning of the movie is that they list her as Michelle Kwan. And is huh. it, yeah, Khan or Kwan, I, I think? Khan. Michelle Kwan, Khan, I think, is the Olympian. Uh, it's, yeah, it's Khan. Say, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, say, Khan. Michelle yeah. Kwan, wait a minute. That, we were talking about familiar dancing with the stars before. Right. <laughs> Dude, Jackie. Yes, Michelle Kwan, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Jackie and Michelle on Dancing with the Stars would be sure. amazing. Anyways. That would be amazing. I, the, would be, I wouldn't be surprised if Jackie was on, like, a Chinese version of Dancing with the Stars <laughs> at some point. I could see that. Yeah. But the thing about it is that when she started working with DMB Films, they created that name, Michelle Kahn, as... Uh, kind of without you know, telling her. her, right? Yeah, she didn't even know that that was the name that she was going to be going by, <laughs> which is pretty funny. And, and you see that name at the beginning of this film. Yeah. And then it's interesting, like with a lot of other Hong Kong stars, after she took off, that last name was kind of like a 
hot commodity. So there are some subsequent actresses that then also had the last name Khan, even though Michelle didn't really identify with it Michelle in the first place. It. So I think the <laughs> first movie in which uh, she kind of used the name that she does identify with, Yo, was the James Bond movie she was in, which was... Uh, Tomorrow Never yeah, Dies. Yeah, Tomorrow Never Dies. Yeah. And so since then, it's Michelle Yeoh all the way. Yeah, and this is also the first movie that uh, brings together Jackie Chan and Stanley Tong, who would go on to do Rumble in the Bronx, which was, I mean, everyone knows yeah. how big Rumble mm-hmm. in the Bronx became. So, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so you said earlier that this movie originally came out in 92, but in the U.S., it actually wasn't released until after Rumble in the Rumble Bronx, Bronx in uh, 96. Nice confusing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty, I don't know, it's pretty exciting uh, remembering that time when Jackie was breaking out here in America. But we really have to credit mm-hmm. Stanley Tong with a lot of it. And uh, it wasn't really an accidental happening. Um, Stanley definitely had, it, had his eyes on the international market when making Super Cop and absolutely when making uh, Rumble in the Bronx. And so what was so exciting about Rumble in the Bronx is it was released theatrically in the U.S. kind of shortly after it was completed, you know, for the Hong Kong market. And Super Cop was sort of seen as like a logical next step from their catalog, you know, same director, similar kind of production value and international appeal. And so uh, that had the honor of being the second Jackie Chan theatrical film in the States. And it's quite a film, too. So... I say oh, we yeah. jump right into it with yeah, do taking it. a look at the back of the VHS. Jackie Chan's back, and this time he's got a partner. Chan is recruited by the mainland Chinese police force for an undercover mission that has him rubbing elbows with all the wrong people. To take down a drug lord and not blow his cover, Chan is joined by the one and only Michelle Khan as Inspector Yang. Prepare for action and excitement as both Chan and Khan take stunt work to unseen heights in this latest chapter of the Police Stories series. No capes here, but make no mistake, this cop is super. Super cop. So jumping into the beginning of the movie is kind of interesting because the two different versions have, they're obviously they're pretty darn similar in almost every other way, but the beginnings are almost completely different. Because the Chinese version, which just to avoid confusion, if we're talking about the Chinese version, I say we just say Police Story 3. And if we're talking about the American one, we just say Super Cop. Oh, that sounds sure. great. Yeah. Um, but in Police Story 3, the way it starts is it's a lot more quiet of an opening with like, like after it shows, you know, just the opening credits, we get a meeting with a bunch of police, I don't know, people. <laughs> I'm not really sure how to, <laughs> how to describe them, but... Uh, but they're all talking about like drugs and about people smuggling drugs and how they have to try to take out this guy and it would like cut the trafficking in half or something like that. But in the in Super Cop, it just jumps straight into who is this guy supposed to be? Because I wasn't sure if he was supposed to be the superintendent and was just completely different casting or or what or he the might just be the new super superintendent yeah um, yeah i guess but yeah the melvin wong character and we actually if this actor looks familiar he played a very similar part in yes madam um mm-hmm. okay i was thinking dashing, he looked familiar uh, police officer but yeah he's he definitely is. and i love his dubber what about kevin you always wanted to see him promoted well here's his big chance you call that a big chance he'll get murdered trying to infiltrate tribot's drug ring freddie can't handle it if he can't, then no one can. That's precisely it. The man's wasting his talents patrolling the streets. What we need right now is a super cop, and he's a super cop. The, the oh, voice man, he's really good. The voice program in the dub is this 
this very like broad British guy. And it's so funny hearing him up against the uh, people who are dubbing themselves, but in English, because he's very clearly not the man that's acting on screen. And I imagine for the dubbing crew and really for the whole production of these dimension, I guess, localizations or whatever you'd want to call them. Yeah. There was a lot of intent to try to avoid anything that was reminiscent of the old school Chopsaki Kung Fu film. You know, because yeah. I think a lot there was a lot of bad reputation for Chinese dubbing and kung fu movies in general. And mm. I don't know, I think they do a really great job of trying to bring oh, yeah. a different kind of production value to that. Sure. Yeah. And, and that was and, the great thing hearing hearing Jackie Chan and Michelle Yeoh do yeah. themselves because well, both of them know English. Well, so. the other exciting thing is the original Chinese version. This was the very first movie where audiences heard Jackie's voice. This was Jackie's first sync That's sound. Right film uh which yeah, is really yeah cool. really exciting and i imagine is another stanley tong influence you know kind of eyeing the international market uh you know mm-hmm. things just really don't don't fly in a lot of markets uh when even the source language is clearly clearly dubbed yeah, so for anyone that doesn't know sync sound that means that they actually have like a boom mic while they're recording or while they're actually filming the movie so with a lot of the older hong kong movies they would just film the movie and then they would dub in people talking and sound effects and everything afterwards. And with this one, they could actually do it all at the same time. Right. And one of the things that Jackie has mentioned before was that they would do these uh, dubbing afterwards because a lot of the times when they were filming in Hong Kong, it would be too loud. They wouldn't be able to get people, you know, <laughs> yeah. in the public to be quiet during their film. So they would just go ahead and uh, dub everything over afterwards. Yeah, he would mm. describe it as like American public. They're like well behaved. They like follow rules. Like <laughs> Hong Kong, yep. they say money. <laughs> like, <Yep>. Basically, <laughs> like pay me if you want me to be quiet. Otherwise, I'm yep. gonna keep like you know drilling or hammering away or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, pretty pretty exciting. And right off the bat, especially if you're watching the Dimension version, just the their master of the movie just looks pretty darn good, and the it color does. timing is a lot more up to maybe like hollywood standard of a movie of this period so yeah. it's a pretty big leap right off the bat um from police story you know police story 2 even and also it's mm. just it's the jackie chan that that we might know a little bit more you know jackie's a, oh, a little yeah. bit older and wiser and yeah i don't know it's just it's it's exciting kind of catching up to this point in history uh what's interesting yeah. you were talking about the opening of the two different versions <laughs> it's funny they've each sort of like dated poorly i think like the the intro intros, but just in different ways. Like, oh yeah, the dimension version oh, is like this weird yeah. kind dimension. of collage that then gets like really pixely and stuff. Yeah, it's so it's 90s. like a super like kind of almost like YouTube poop where they're zooming in <laughs> right, slow mo right. or like a vaporwave like version. Oh, kind of, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's totally. And speaking of tomorrow never dies, like it kind of feels like some of those '90s Bond mm-hmm. intros with like you know the super cheesy look and like the font just looks it just looks like it's from the mid 90s yeah Yeah. dude that would be so cool if they had a bond style like a classic bond style opening with jackie singing the song oh that'd be awesome man that needs to happen sometime (laughs) i'm honestly i'd be kind of shocked if there wasn't a movie like that dude no good point one of the other things i wanted to say about the sing song is when you hear Maggie Chung's voice, it's very surprising because in the last two movies we watched, she has this very high pitch, 
voice. Oh, yeah. But when you hear her voice, her actual voice, it's a lot deeper. And um, I was surprised by that watching this version because I I've seen this movie a ton of times, but actually. Uh, when I was younger, I was watching like the localized version of the movie. So yeah, to see it, to hear her voice in this one was was pretty cool. And um, yeah, it's more like the their relationship that you know is from the Wong Kar Wai movies. Or something. Yeah, it's it's a bit different too because it's not like this kind of. I I mean I guess it's a bit more mature where they they seem more adult. Uh, yeah. Chan and uh, yeah. May in this movie. Well, and there's a behind the scenes dynamic that we only really kind of found out about uh, recently, uh, <laughs> which is that apparently Jackie and Maggie Chung had like a relationship, like an extramarital relationship. Like, yeah, for, which is, which is for problematic many, because yeah, for many Jackie's years, has been married since the early 80s. <laughs> yeah, so that I, apparently that was still kind of going mm-hmm. strong at, at this point. So, uh, I mean, in some ways, who knows? Like, does this kind of reflect? what their off-screen relationship was like. Because, yeah, like you say, Carlos, it's it's slightly less innocent than maybe some of the older Jackie movies. Like, it's clear that they, you know, they live together and... All right. Hey, what are you doing? Maybe a month. You're going to be late. They will fire me for being late. <laughs> Just in general, uh, this is a movie that contains a lot more maybe grown-ups than uh, Police Story 1 or 2. yeah. Yeah, yeah, because Police Story 1 is, you know, like we said before, literally a person almost literally gets a pie in the face. And <laughs> right, I, feel like, right. I feel like this movie definitely, it has some comedy, but it's definitely not as funny as, as the previous ones, I don't think. No, I right, think it's a more point. of a, yeah. yeah, it's more of like an action movie. Yeah, it's more of a straight up action yeah, movie. It would yeah, le- it leans definitely the most on the action side of things than the martial arts side of things as well. Like the tone mm-hmm. of the movie is more based around like action and definitely. Definitely. Yeah, there's a lot more. There's some stuff that you wouldn't expect to see in a Jackie Chan movie. Like the, there's some gun violence. And, yeah, you know, it kind of and Jackie goes, even like wielding a gun in a couple. Yeah, of towards almost like Rambo-ish kind of, uh, you know, <laughs> settings in some parts of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the basic setup of the movie is that the you know there's this drug lord that the Hong Kong police are trying to, or I guess the Chinese police, right? Yeah. The main, yeah. the mainland both. police. Yeah. yeah. Mainland, mainland Chinese police are trying to take down and they, they say we need a super cop to take him down. Right. Super cop is one of the first words spoken. And in they turn movie. to the camera too. And then it's like a freeze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of the movie. Bye guys. But they say we need a super cop. And of course, uncle Bill and this uh, inspector guy we we're talking about before are saying, you know, they actually call him Kevin in this one. They don't call him Jackie. They and they say Kevin is the guy who you know he's the super cop. He's the guy that can do this, and so he agrees to become the the undercover cop to you know try to track this guy down, take him in. And I wrote this down. Uncle Bill asks Kevin to talk it over with May, and Kevin says, "No, I want to take it." The entire ending of the movie wouldn't happen if he had just talked it over with May. Uh, yeah, which I don't know thought, if that guys. was an intentional thing, but it, it's one of those things that you see in a lot of movies where it's like, "No, just, just, just say it, just explain it." Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe that's like a subtle hint for yeah the dudes of Hong Kong, like yeah. Take heed. You see what happens? <laughs> or yeah, sorry, dudes all over the all over the world watching this All over movie. the world. But yeah, it's it's yeah, it's crazy. The the setup for this movie, uh, we could tell right from the beginning, like we're not really going to be hanging around Hong Kong the way we have in 
the first two mm-hmm. police story films. And this is yet another kind of unprecedented feature of the film. It's almost hard to believe, but Jackie Chan hadn't made a movie in mainland China. And not only that, but none of his films were really uh, officially released in China, which was still huh. still the norm. The censorship was a lot more severe than it even is today. That's true. That's and true. so he was when he and Stanley Tong were kind of planning this movie and Edward Tang was still involved in some of the planning, like the other films, they had this idea like, okay, what if we go to mainland China, but we make sure to, you know, treat the, the Chinese police, you know, with respect in the story and everything mm-hmm. like that. And he was interacting with them and basically telling them, look at, I know we haven't done this before, but I've also heard there's a, a lot of my movies are bootlegged and pirated over here. <laughs> um, could we actually produce something that could kind of yeah. come out officially? So that was, it's a really big deal that they, you know, shot in China and they also shoot in Malaysia, but also that it would come out in China. And it's so hard to fathom because it's like, what 20 years later and now the chinese movie market like runs the entire industry it's just it's bonkers everything is dominated by trying to get chinese people to like your movie yeah like even sequels will just come out just based on the fact that a movie was most successful that's the only reason that pacific rim uprising exists is because the chinese people love giant robots yep yeah totally so it's but unfortunately they don't like good giant robot movies But yeah, it's, I don't know. So it's interesting thinking how much has changed. And there's another element that kind of hangs over this movie, which is at the time of its filming, the impending uh, like secession of Hong Kong to mainland China, which was scheduled for 1997. And the very end of the movie, which we'll get to it, they even kind of, kind of coyly play with that. But it's clear that I don't know, like things are not the same. There is not a thriving mm-hmm. Hong Kong film business anymore. Um, yeah. And the mainland Chinese film business has, yeah, exploded beyond, I think, what anyone would have imagined. Yeah, that's a fascinating bit of history that I really should know more about given what we're doing. But <laughs> No, it's all, it's all good. It's kind of uh, confusing too because it's like it's one of those things where things didn't really change overnight. And from what I understand, it's yeah. still like Hong Kong – you yeah, know, Hong still Kong will still always have kind of a different thing, flavor but... and everything, but mm-hmm. yeah, even yeah. even Jackie Chan as a public figure—that's that's kind of one of the controversies that right. you know you don't hear about a lot of bad things about Jackie Chan, but one of those things about his relationship with mainland China and Hong between him and that and Hong Kong—that's that's something that comes up now and then. Yeah, totally. There is sort of a controversy that his son was caught with some drugs and was somewhat like pardoned by the Chinese government. And, but Jackie, you know, said he was really disappointed publicly and everything like that. But there's some talk that maybe Jackie worked out some kind of deal with the Chinese government, but yeah, it's, Mm -hmm. it's complicated. But what's not complicated (laughs) is uh... that's the most beautiful segue in the history of our (laughs) little show here. (laughs) What's not too complicated is whenever we get to meet the Chinese, uh, the mainland Chinese police, they, like, like you are saying before, they're not portrayed as, like, evil or overbearing. They're portrayed as very, like, buttoned down. Professional. Right, per- very professional, yeah. Not, you know, horrible communistic and, you know, crushing people's rights or anything <laughs> right. like that. Yeah, it's more that, like, so, Jackie's, like, a little bit of, like, a rebel, loose cannon, like, yeah. countercultural force or something, and, like... But he yeah. was also that in Hong Kong. So yeah, it's, totally. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but yeah, Jackie goes to mainland China. Uh, we get, 
I'm sure this is an actual location that I just don't know, but we get to see all of the all the mainland Chinese police officers all have like the green uniforms with like the red band around the hats. And it's introduced to Chief of Security Yang, who is played by Michelle Yeoh. And he's kind of he's kind of a jury, he's kind of a chauvinist in this this little bit. This is Chief of Security Yang. Oh, how do you do? She can teach you a great deal. I can see that. So the chief of security is an attractive lady. No need for any compliments. Oh, I was just being friendly. Anyway, it's true. Yeah, yeah, you see, yeah. his demeanor changes so quickly when he realizes that he's going to be dealing with a woman, and he, he's acting very relaxed, and she's holding yeah. her professionalism the whole time. And yeah, she's kind of grilling him about what he's going to be up to in his mission. And he's kind of half paying attention, more kind of checking her out or kind of saying kind of jokes and she's just trying her best just to mm-hmm. you know inform him on his like right. a briefing yeah and yeah she ultimately yeah, kind of she... puts him in his place kind of, mm-hmm. i suppose similar to the dynamic you were just talking about where it's like she's done her research she's uh you know prepared and responsible and mm-hmm. he's more of a wild card and it's interesting we've yeah. talked in the other movies how jackie allows himself to take a beating but also not be portrayed as you know, this flawless superhero. And really in this movie, he, you know, kind of takes hit after hit and his character too is almost never depicted as, uh, that perfect of, mm-hmm. of a guy. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just another and element. That's thing I like, love about. Yeah. Jackie that's Chan what, that's what we love movies. about him for sure. I just realized this is pretty dang similar to yes, madam, <laughs> because it's basically <laughs> oh, man, a buddy yeah. cop movie with one other person who's a lot more loose with the but rules. Jackie is like the, the Cynthia Rothrock. Yeah, but yeah, so yeah. Jackie's a Cynthia Rothrock character. And Michelle Yeoh is Michelle Yeoh. I like I'm, that. <laughs> I, I could. What if that was the original idea, but then they're like, okay, you just cannot pitch it to Jackie like that. <laughs> <laughs> I just, that's, I, I love the idea of living a world where instead of it being like, oh, it's Lethal Weapon, but with girls. Instead, it's, oh, it's, <laughs> it's this yes, girl Madam, buddy cop movie, guy, yeah. but one of them's a guy and one of them's a girl. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, Michelle is playing Steve Security Yang. We're probably just going to say Michelle throughout the show because they say her name like twice in the movie. Yeah. Right. And she's like going through his what his new identity is going to be and everything. But uh, the the cool, this is the first big fight of, I guess this is the first fight at all in the movie, is they go into this, I guess, kind of a gym where all these people are training and these guys are on these weird like hamster wheel kind of things. <laughs> right. yeah. I don't even know what to call these. Sure. But but one of them basically says, oh, you want to do a demonstration? And Jackie, of course, like, nah, nah, you know, we're not going to do that. And, but Michelle pushes them into doing it. And it's crazy. The very first fight of the movie is a fight with a heavy. Usually that's save for like the last or second to last. But Oh, it's great. It's great. Yeah, he's it's such uh, a good sequence. Yeah, he's put up against uh, one of like the instructor's of the uh, police force and he's played by Sam Wong who was a prominent member of Jackie Chan's stunt team at the time and um this dude's beefy and I yeah, think his doesn't his jersey or something say almost say like super cop or, he's basically like the super cop of the mainland force sure and like, uh yeah it's something like martial arts police force or something like that like he's the guy that trains everybody yeah he's super young looking very yeah, dude's buff, and uh, Jackie mm-hmm. Chan's kind of got his smile going on, but he quickly mm-hmm. realizes that the 
dude means business so um mm-hmm. one of the things that i really like for me personally i mentioned lei wulong from tekken a bunch of times but <laughs> there are a couple of great touchstones in this film that they use to bait for for lei wulong so one of the mm-hmm. things is uh if you notice at the beginning of the fight uh jackie's kind of shuffle back and forth uh you know he kind of walks back and forth that's his fighting stance that's yeah. Lei Wulong's fighting stance in all of the Tekken games. And they definitely based it off of this scene right here. Oh, oh yeah. man, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, you get to see... Uh, he's put into the situation where it's like the that underdog, like Jackie Chan. But it's, it's really cool, though, because he actually, as desperate he looks in this match, he's doing some really great stuff. Like, yeah, this is he's handling great, himself really sequence. well. Some really great combinations uh, by Jackie Chan, like some great kicks. I love to, that moment like, uh, where he's like rolling over his back, and then there's a great sequence of kicks after that. That's that's yeah, they like roll shot. over each other's backs and. But yeah, this is this is. I mean, we're like dead center in the kind of modern Jackie Chan that that we're used to, and it's it's really interesting what Stanley's like kind of bringing to the table here. He was a lot more focused on kind of shorter action sequences that kind of continue to carry the torch of the first two police story films, which is like less focused on a classic Chinese martial arts style and more kind of like a hybrid kickboxing sort of mix. Um, yeah. And so Jackie's even saying whenever Michelle's asking like, what do you, what do you, yeah, what do you know? Sure. And he's like, Oh yeah, I know everything, you know, Kung <laughs> Fu, Tai Chi, boxing. So yeah. It's, yeah. They it's, list, it's she, awesome. they list them as a black belt in a bunch of different styles. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which is, and then cool. she, yeah, she immediately like throws that back in his face when yeah. she's telling him to fight this instructor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we've definitely come a long way from kind of the old school, like really long take, uh, you know, three or four minute fight scenes. But I mean, you, you could argue this is maybe part of what made these these movies like the Stanley Tong era and afterwards like more marketable internationally, you know, because it's like even though the fight sequences might be fewer and and further between, they're just chock full of like just visually kind of dazzling choreography and um you know, and the movie is kind of rounded out by other kinds of action choreography, you know, not just mm-hmm. fighting. Yeah, yeah. So then after this scene, uh, it cuts to a uh, prison camp and uh, we're introduced to uh, what would become one of the main villains in the movie. And uh, he goes by the name of Panther and he's yeah, played Panther. by Yun Wah, who we have yet to see I know, on Yun Heroes a legend, 3. And yeah, yeah. He's he's the best. He's one of my favorites. I I always say I feel like when I become an old man, I'm gonna look like him. Oh, <laughs> yeah. dude, that's awesome. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I see that. I see that. <laughs> so um, yeah, he's awesome. And I, uh, what is it? Dragons Forever? Is that? The yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, with, with the glasses and the with the glasses and the cigar and the suit, like. And then otherwise, oh, Kung, Kung Fu Hustle. Uh, if you've seen yeah. that film, he's kind of the. Oh, who's he in Kung Fu? He's Hustle? the landlady's husband. Um, yep. The, oh yeah, the bendy he guy. He like bends yeah, arms. So, yeah, yeah. Yun Wah's a legend, and uh, really digs into this role here. Like any of the great, you know, classic Hong Kong stuntmen, he kind of gives himself to to yeah. every scene. So, uh, but an, an, an interesting character. You kind of you sort of love to hate him. I think in Super Cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like they've got like a kind of a coal mine, um, uh, like 
prison worker thing going on and they're staging a prison break and one of the guys helping him break out is none other than mars who yeah. y- you know has a guest starring role in this film but he's not playing uh he's not the, playing a cop, a cop right. which yeah. is also kind of confusing because there's a lot of undercover cops and double agents and stuff <laughs> right. throughout this movie and mars so when has I first a big saw part him, like oh is he movies. supposed to be the yeah. same he's supposed to be the same guy from the other one mm-hmm. or but no he's not yeah, so they kind of <laughs> stage a little brawl, and um, in the midst of the brawl, uh, Panther hides underneath some coal in, their, uh, in the back of a truck, and they uh, try to hustle and get him out. But things end up going bad, and what happens here is that uh, they plant Jackie in the midst of this to help with the prison break. Yeah, with the jailbreak. Yeah, yeah. so he's going to end up befriending Panther in the midst of this jailbreak, and uh, that's mm-hmm. what ends up happening. And actually, Mars, his character, ends up getting shot <laughs> and killed. Yeah. So Yeah, he does. Michelle, Michelle Yeoh shoots him, I think. Yeah. Oh, right. But then Mars yeah. actually pops up as one of the three fighters in the, the scene that that comes up directly after with uh, mm-hmm. Jackie mm-hmm. in that great hat. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, who else? Ronnie, Ronnie uh, Lai? Rock, Rocky Lai Rocky, and Nikki Rocky Lee, Lai, I thank think, you. are the other two guys. And they're yeah. apparently, like if ever Jackie's fighting someone to his left and, re- and right in this movie, it's usually Rocky and uh, Nikki. Um, so you have to imagine they just all had, the three of them had just, an amazing chemistry so it could kind of get these sequences done pretty rapidly yeah and so this is a, a kind of an example of what you'd see more in this movie where it's not as much martial arts fighting but these kind of uh action set pieces so mm-hmm. um they've got a pretty cool kind of like a mine cart like up the hill kind of chase yeah. thing going on mm-hmm. also another thing that has to do with Lei Wu Long is that um one of the sequences that uh, Jackie does against one of the cops, he kind of does this windmill kick against one of the cops, and oh, uh, he that's goes one of the bushes. Yeah, yeah, right. And um, that's like one of Lei Wu Long's side throws in the game. <laughs> <laughs> so they took that from this movie as well. Oh, that's <laughs> Man, so great! Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> so they're the other- uh, they're escaping on a minecart and it's going up the hill. And yeah, um, the other thing that should be said is that much of this movie is on location you know you don't get a lot of sets and um this yeah yeah yeah, i don't know where this is but this is you know an awesome set piece for this action sequence so they're kind of hauling carts up Mm. the hill and um i love how much they're struggling to climb up this hill yeah Yeah. i wouldn't want yeah i don't know if it totally reads on camera in this yeah you know like as that difficult but it's yeah really Mm -hmm. exciting uh exciting yeah yeah my legs would be burning trying to climb up that oh, hill. Yeah. And well, that's the thing I was thinking. Pace. My legs would be climbing up this hill, but these guys are in like peak physical fitness. I, <laughs> you know, must be really tough. They're not able to go up it. Dude, if yeah, I walk so... too briskly up the stairs to my apartment, it's like a rough 48 <laughs> hours. So, yeah, man. That's nice. amazing. Once they get up to the top of the hill, um, then they do this amazing stunt where they have to basically like grab a like handle and just... Down, right? zip line all the way down yeah this looks it's, incredible it's crazy yeah. i wouldn't that's amazing do that. uh i love i love me a good far off shot of people way too high in the air mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things that happens often in a lot of these these uh action movies yeah there's a this stunt you get yeah a couple really long shots of them like mm-hmm. swinging all the way down and just mm-hmm. a beautiful vista too it's uh oh yeah it's amazing and again just thinking of how far 
Jackie's films have come from kind of their origins like this again I mean you put this shot up against any other film that was released you know in Hollywood theatrically in 96 and it's yeah no contest Mm -hmm. and it's interesting to like remember that uh that stunt in the first police story when like I think he's throwing Bridget Lynn into the pool and the stuntman had to redo it because his legs weren't flailing enough. There's definitely oh. a lot of good leg flailing going on. Yes. Yeah. Zipline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they get away and they go into, I don't know where the first place they go. They go somewhere into town, but they, uh, it's like a hideout for uh, the Panthers going to. And I love as soon as they walk in, all of them get guns pointed at them. Yeah. It's, it's great. such a great introduction. And it's rainy and dark. It's yeah, it looks great. And yeah, this and... is the this is maybe one of those first moments that you were talking about, Carlos, where it's a little bit off tone for what you'd expect for a Jackie Chan movie. Um, yeah, because he's undercover right now, so he's kind of in the den with wolves. And uh, one of the th- first thing Panther does is say like, "Hey, so, like somebody ratted me out," you know. And then um, the, he quickly accuses one of the members of the group and he shoots him dead right in front of uh, Chan. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. And he falls into like a a pool of water and Chan just has to keep his poker face on. It's, it's a, it's definitely a great, because it's the, it's the best way to say, Hey, this is the bad guy. You know, like I know you've kind of, you know, you're getting attached to this guy because he helped him escape prison, but guess what? He is the bad guy. Nope. And yeah, he gets shot, and they they figure out some way or another they need to go to a town called Fushan. Yeah, or Fushan, which is Wong Fei Hung's town. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's supposed to be the town that Jackie's persona is from. So they're like, "Oh yeah, you know the town. You can show us the way." <laughs> and he's like, "Uh, y- yeah, yeah, I can visit my family while I'm there." And <laughs> And this is a lot of great little bits where they're going to the town and they're like, you know, are you like, oh, do you know where it is? And he's like, I, I, I don't. It's changed a lot since the last time <laughs> right. I was here. Uh, but what he finds out is that the police have set up a whole like fake family mm-hmm. for him to. I love this. Yeah, to keep his cover. And when he arrives there, he meets everyone and he's, you know, showing them around. And uh, there's even some photos there of of him and uh, Michelle Yeoh's character, like mm-hmm. fake photos that they set up. And uh, you, yeah, <laughs> you get to it meet... it all covered. It's great. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you get to meet her, and she's playing his sister. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's funny. They get to do this little play back and forth with each other. Where And she's uh, more of like a rural village girl, like with pigtails yeah. and like the whole bit. And, yeah, yeah, she's really playing into it. Yep. And then you get to meet... Um, (laughs) Uncle Bill in disguise (laughs) Uh, Uncle Bill is there as well as his auntie And uh, he's dressed up as an old woman I'm back Oh, Fusheng I've been waiting so long for you I couldn't sleep a wink worrying about you Did you bring any money with you, huh? Uh Money! Money is all that interests you Mama, brother is wiser now, sit down Uh, uh, So he's wiser now Kevin, Uncle Bill Have you brought me a watch? Uh, no watches and uh <laughs> it's pretty it's so goofy it's it's ridiculous but i yeah. i like it i like it yeah though. and it's a great <laughs> excuse to get bill in 
like into mm. more of the movie. Um, yeah, yeah, because he's not in much of the movie besides this in the beginning. Yeah, but I especially like his uh, back and forth with Yunwa with Panther's yeah, character. Awesome. Like, because Yunwa is like that... pretty like he's kind of respecting his elders and that. Yeah, moment. yeah, cool. he, you know he's a bad guy, but he's still trying to he's got, you know he's got standards yep <laughs> it's really good so but he he gets the sense that he's like trapped here it's like oh we got to get out of here man so he gives them uh auntie some money and he's like finds it out and they're saying we're we're gonna go out to eat we'll be back later uh <laughs> once they run off there's a funny gag with bill where you know parts of his disguise drop down like <laughs> i'll be back to mama That's definitely that's that's a great out of context gif. So. Yeah, totally. We'll, we'll definitely share at some point. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, but this leads us to a, a sequence where they're in a diner, and uh, Michelle Yeoh's character ends up joining them, and they're all sitting at dinner, and you get uh, to see another table where there's some police officers that recognize the Panther. Recognize Panther. Yeah. So um, Michelle Yeoh's character realizes that as well, and she's like, "Oh, we gotta." We got to put this fire out. But what ends up happening is the next uh, kind of fight sequence. Michelle Yeoh gets to show off her moves really well. Like she's so cool as the as you know, it looks cool because she kind of has this kind of like you said, this young villager look. But she's like doing this amazing like kung fu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. in, in, in a way, yeah, it's like almost like a, a classic kung fu movie within this uh super cop film <laughs> yeah i mean yeah Michelle's... she's got these these silly like, pigtails and sweater <laughs> right. and stuff but whenever one of the police officers is trying like saying you know like you're under arrest because you're with this panther guy and she's like no i'm i'm with i'm with interpol i'm you know i'm one of you guys and she's like well would you have your badge and she's like no i don't have my badge i'm undercover and he tries to arrest her and she just beats the crap out of him yeah yeah and great. uh and we get to see guns. some stun guns which is interesting yeah, yeah. that's really some great. stun guns in this fight mm-hmm. which says that's a first for the for the show and i also like in this fight how jackie's character is trying to avoid like fatalities because panther is <laughs> yeah, actually yeah. just like breaking a bottle and he wants to kill these people uh-huh. and jackie is fighting at the same time as protecting the the people mm-hmm. that they're fighting it's really good yeah, it's so they little, end like, up getting reveal like through the choreography yeah which is pretty awesome yeah, yeah, it's great. It's great. They get tased, and yeah, that's always funny to see people tased. I'm sorry, but <laughs> it's it's funny. Yeah, <laughs> and on uh, film, it's funny. Yeah, right. for sure, for sure. And um, they get captured, and they're making their way out outside of the restaurant, and that's when Michelle makes her debut uh, in this and, uh, great, great, great fight sequence. Well, and oh, that yeah. opening slow mo shot as she's like leaping over people's heads in the split kick, like. Mm-hmm. Any Michelle Yeoh highlight reel is going to feature that little moment. What's cool is she had actually had a little hiatus from acting in films for about like four or five years. So this was a little bit of a comeback for her. And like, boy, she's just not holding anything back. Mm -hmm. I mean, in many ways, you could argue that she almost gets a little more material than than Jackie, at least in terms of fighting in the film. I agree with that. They get an almost, uh, speaking of Raiders of the Lost Ark, we get a pretty almost similar to that kind of bit where uh, Michelle is like in the middle of a crowded street with this other guy who's doing like they're both doing like their kung fu poses. And then Jackie just roundhouse the kicks the guy in the back of the head. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I really Uh, I can't say enough about Michelle Yeoh's form. Oh, yeah. You know, in these sequences like, yeah, 
she she looks beautiful doing these mm-hmm. kicks and yeah all these poses and stuff it reminds me of uh, a character from virtual fighter her name is pai chan and um well a lot of the stuff she does in this fight sequence reminds me of the stuff that pai chan uses in virtual fighter i oh, cool. i really love the uh, whole chopsticks yeah, gag too gag. yeah like throwing the chopsticks <laughs> at the stun gun yeah yeah it's really yeah. funny so oh, it's great. it's awesome michelle yo throws some chopsticks like darts and uh prevents one of the guys from grabbing the uh stun gun and then jackie grabs a whole bunch of darts and the guy is scared but he just tosses them he just, yeah, just kind of <laughs> chunks yeah. them yeah it's really funny man yeah it's crazy like you're saying like michelle is just so incredible in this movie and honestly i don't think there's ever been an actress like michelle yo like she's it just seems as though she's great at everything that she does. Like we already yeah. talked about in Crouching Tiger, like an incredible, dramatic actress. She has great screen presence. She's also funny. She's an incredible, like, fighter and also a stunt person. It's not just fighting. Like some of the mm-hmm. final sequences of this film, she's right up there with Jackie with some of these high wire stunts. So I don't know. Living legend for sure. Yeah. It, it just seems like whatever she wants to do, she's going to be amazing at it. <laughs> and yeah, it's also cra- There's a cool, uh, inter- really great interview with her on the Dragon Dynasty DVD. And one of the things I love is she like really skates over having been Miss Malaysia, which was part of her entry into the Hong Kong film market. And she's like, yeah, then I was Miss Malaysia and then I came to Hong Kong. And cause, yeah. <laughs> but before that, she's talking about like studying theater and dance in London and like, you know, performing mm. Shakespeare and Chaucer and all all this again it's like i don't know it's almost a freak of nature yeah she could she could do anything yeah i think she's incredible so they they get away onto this boat and the the next morning after you know jackie and michelle have like this kind of debrief of being like you know why are you why are you here i thought i was gonna be on another cover one and she basically he says i don't want to have to look after you and she's like no they want me to look after you <laughs> uh but so the next morning, the the police show up and they have to get away. We get another speedboat chase. This is the third movie we've had with a speedboat chase. And they get away on this boat. I love how just crazy they play Panther in this scene yeah. where he's just like yeah. super excited about like running straight into the cops and everything while everyone else is trying to keep him under control yeah he's completely reckless uh one thing that i learned from the commentary track was that the police officers in this scene are actual police officers they're like a hong kong like division that specializes in doing film work which is crazy to me (laughs) so yeah they 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 have a special squad that would just do film work and they get paid for that and that payment is like compensation that goes towards the police force <laughs> huh. wow neat yeah it's pretty crazy go figure <laughs> uh, but then they get into uh, a helicopter and I-, I love they're just jumping from one you know expensive mode of transportation to another and they land in this great totally like evil villain lair with like a they land in like a tennis court and there's a big pool and it's like this huge mansion and it's such like an evil drug lord mansion but definitely has like a 90s flair to it oh yeah so you can imagine this uh you know even though it was you know four years or so later when it hits the 
American theatrical market. It still has mm. kind of a great 90s uh, vibe yeah. to it. And I think we mentioned and this last... is another big difference oh, between Supercop and Police Story 3 is that the music, the music's the main thing that's different between the two movies. They both have scores throughout most of the movie. They're both pretty cheesy, honestly. I'm not a huge fan of either of them. <laughs> um, but the in Supercop, they have hip-hop in a couple of different places, and this is one of them whenever they're landing at this mansion. And actually, the soundtrack for Supercop, which I think had a maybe a couple of Joel McNeely's cues, who wrote the uh, American mm-hmm. score. But yeah, it's mostly different like uh, rap songs, and it actually was a pretty good uh, seller. And there's also a scene in this mansion that's that's different in the Chinese version where you totally see a person shooting up heroin, which is I was not expecting that when I was you know seeing between the two different versions. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I know sometimes Jackie uh, is a little critical of the American edits that are done to his films, but I have to imagine mm-hmm. that's one he'd be all for because he doesn't usually like a lot of like you know drugs and violence depicted in mm-hmm. his movies. Uh, and we get to see a guy playing Sega Genesis. Yeah, with, this, with the six-button controller. I yeah, think, he right? had the six-button pad. <laughs> Props. Yeah. Props, yeah. <laughs> he's like playing Tetris. <laughs> well, yeah, he's which playing... I, saw, I saw Tetris. Yeah. And, I mean, he's playing just generic, like, beep-boop video game noises. Mm-hmm. But, but then you can you see, see the Tetris see the screen TV later. It says Tetris. I did yeah. see I didn't somewhere... think there was a Tetris on the Genesis, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> somewhere it said that the, he was playing Streets of Rage, and I, I looked for that, and I didn't see that at all. Yeah. No, that's a shame. Yeah, same. Because that's, I mean, that's the thing. If if I was if I was gonna be doing a, uh, you know, a kung fu action movie where someone was playing a video game, I would totally have them playing Streets of Rage. Yeah. And sure. yeah, turn up some music, Kashiro music in this scene. That would oh, be yeah. awesome. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> But what what we see is that this is Panther's brother, played by Kenneth uh, Tseng, yeah. and he's like the main villain of the movie, Chai Bot. And he's, and he's like a drug lord. Yeah, he's really great. He looks really cool. He's got this cool gray suit on. And, when he um, was like an old school Shaw Brothers actor, and he goes yeah. way back, um, you know, a little bit older than he probably looks, I think, aged really well. But yeah, has a really great commanding presence, and he's the more oh, kind yeah. of sophisticated uh version of of panther i guess you could say yeah Yeah, totally he's the he's the button down criminal who's also crazy but he'll you know he he keeps it together until he's you know pushing you off a ledge or shooting you (laughs) yeah for sure he he immediately uh once he's introduced to jackie and michelle in the movie he tells them like toss them in the water like get rid of them he's like to to panther he's like dump them into the sea but why i said dump them into the sea brother he shows up and you manage to get out of a high security prison those two are cops you idiot but he's actually testing them so he has his bodyguards attack them and there's like a pretty nice uh little fight sequence here and um, it's a great little routine yeah yeah jackie grabs uh michelle yo and they're walking away but he tells her the gun wasn't loaded, you know, so he knows that it was a test. And he's like, wait, come back. Mm. He's like, you guys, basically, you guys passed the test. Yeah. And it's like, that will look great in the trailer, which it did. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but yeah, this is, uh, it It does make you a little, like, hungry for more kind of like Jackie and Michelle team-ups. Um, I mean, I know a lot of years have passed, but I don't know. It would still be amazing to see. Or to have some kind of excuse for them in a in a scene like this again. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. 
so now we get the this is the scene that's kind of Ramboish or whatever. Uh, very Ramboish. Yeah. yeah, he's shot in Malaysia, and it's a total like all of the all of the bad guy drug lords from everywhere in Southeast Asia are getting together to talk about evil stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like, and what's cool is that all these different the main henchman there is a uh, Lolie, who's like a huge Hong Kong star, big Shaw Brothers mm-hmm. star, and he's oh man, he's like delicious in this. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he's great in this part. <laughs> yeah, they all are together, and it it's really is like a gentleman to evil situation where <laughs> right. they're all just sitting around talking about like their different operations. And Chaibot is saying about how like he's gonna pay them off, but he needs to get money out of the Swiss bank account. And they, in order to do that, they have to. His wife is in prison for something, and they have to break her out. And it just all falls apart right? <laughs> and just turns into this ridiculous fight scene where everyone is like, it, it's like a beyond a Mexican standoff where like everyone has two guns and they're all pointing it at each other. Yeah, it's like a full North American standoff, like every yeah. country. <laughs> yeah, everywhere. It, and uh, Chaibot kills a guy with a durian. Yeah, that's what I <laughs> love. Oh, man. <laughs> Durian's bad enough, but then that you get killed <laughs> by one, that's even worse. Have you guys ever tried Durian? Heroes Three does not I've... endorse the personal views. No, no, I'm, I'm, with, I'm not, I'm not crazy about it. But um... I've never had it, so uh, I'll, I'll be honest. The only time it's I've a ever weird seen... texture and taste. I've seen Durian at like one international market and in every game with Yoshi, and that's pretty much every oh, time sure. I've seen Durian. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Well, what I can say about durian is that it basically tastes like a wet sock. <laughs> that's what that's my experience with the durian. And I, I, I yeah, I've, I guess like I everything. haven't enjoyed it much either. But I've also had people tell me it's like, oh, this wasn't a very good like batch or whatever. Oh, so, okay. yeah, I'm sure it's I'm know. sure it's one of those things where if it's prepared right, then it's good. But dude, I don't. Know. It's infamously. I mean, it's. Bad. I know. And, like and the, you and can't bring that is, to some airports. The... They just don't let you do it because it's so bad. <laughs> well i think it's it's the smell it's the yeah. it's such a powerful smell yeah it's definitely an acquired taste but what we're saying is don't anyway, don't acquire no matter it. where you are no matter where you are you don't want to get beaten the head with it so that's true this guy the guy that gets beat with it he kind of looks a little bit like louis anderson is what i <laughs> I, I don't know like, like I, I, I doubt i don't think it is but yeah the, yeah, the, the white guy white... that gets beaten with it he I don't know. Yeah, it looks a little like that, but I don't think it is. But it's so um, weird. We've talked about this before, I think. But the kind of like stunt white casting that sometimes happens, where it's like, <laughs> it seems like the intent is to make it. I don't know. Add some like international gravitas or whatever, but it usually uh, backfires because the acting is typically yeah, usually not it's just very whatever good and... whatever white guy they could find in Hong Kong. We're like, hey, you want to be yeah. a movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think this guy has some more credits. And then there's a woman with him too, and she I think actually had some kind of martial arts background, but she pretty much just gets kind of knocked out. Yeah, and she right away like shoots a Michelle. gun a little bit, yeah. but she doesn't get to do much. Yeah, actually Michelle yep. takes her out with a pretty uh yeah, pretty vulnerable kick. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, cuz once all this stuff, all the shooting starts, everybody starts getting killed. Um Yeah. Michelle Yo kind of makes a break for it. She does a really cool kick to uh, one of the guys holding her, uh, with the with the gun and um, oh that like scorpion get, kick like yeah oh, that kick so rules cool. and uh, a lot of machine gun fire a lot of dudes getting riddled with bullet holes 
And you see Jackie shooting a bunch of machine guns. Yeah, which is weird. yeah. But yeah, I don't think weird. he ever like kills anyone. I think. No, he totally like, does. He oh, he, he totally does. does. He totally I, see I him down. Like he totally sneaks up on these guys and just shoots them both. Gets in a machine gun nest and guns down some other oh, guy. Yeah, it's true. He does. And then you've got uh, Chaibot's henchmen off in the distance with their rocket launchers, and one of them is played by uh, uh, Ken Lo. Oh yeah, who we, who we saw in the last film, and then the other one is played by one of uh, another familiar face uh, that I like to see. Like he's in, we'll see him in uh, First Strike, and we'll see him in Drunken uh, Master too, right? Right, and um, oh, Rumble in the Bronx, right? Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, it, he's he's played by Alan Sitchunwai, and he's really good too. In First Strike, I think he's the. He's one of the dudes that's getting hit with a ladder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so after helicopter story comes ladder story. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's it's pretty nuts. Like this whole place gets blown up basically. What it, what happened was that Chaibot has uh Michelle Yeoh wearing a, a bulletproof vest, but what he reveals is that it's that's actually right. explosive. So, yeah. um she's kind of being very careful. And that's when she encounters that uh, foreign woman and she's right, gonna hold she's saying like do you have do you have the guts to shoot me and she's holding the gun like right up to her vest yeah 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 so then once she runs away from her um she encounters jackie and that's that uh, kind of famous shot of her diving forward with the machine gun <laughs> right on top right. of him and he's like kind of holding her up and yeah. he grabs her like chest to keep her up yeah <laughs> right but then he's like and embarrassed the- and then he yeah, and then drops her, her and, her and he falls around her. Yeah. And then probably my probably the most giftable moment for me in this movie is Jackie jumps into this this like shack and the window slams behind him and Michelle just smacks right into the window. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's really good. Ugh. And then it he it turns out that the the shack is like full of guns and explosives and bullets and uh, and he grenades, throws yeah. a grenade in it, and it just it. We, this is the one really good. Ex- or I guess there's a couple of good explosions, but this is a great explosion. Oh yeah! It just it just goes completely up in flames. Yeah, that sequence is awesome because like there's a little window, and uh, you see two soldiers pop up, and they both have grenades, and Jackie mm-hmm. and Michelle, and uh, <laughs> he says, "Just pretend like you're gonna." shoot the oh, grenade that's right. and then she doesn't understand and she actually tosses it she actually right. de- pulls the just as the window shuts so it's yeah the grenades <laughs> inside with them yeah so then you get the shot of them jumping out of the yeah. window which is amazing and also yeah. one of the uh soldiers that's outside of the window is played by sam wong who he fought earlier in the movie yeah he's well, the martial arts instructor and there's another cool tidbit behind that uh stunt is they're jumping out and it explodes, which I didn't know before, but apparently it's Stanley Tong doing the final jump, not Jackie. Um, huh. Whoa, that's awesome. Out of the explosion, yeah. Yeah, and you Stanley can sort of see if you're looking for it. Yeah, Stanley Tong doubles for Jackie in a couple of places, and that's just so crazy to me that it's like, oh, Jackie, you're really important to this movie, so the director is going to double for you. Yeah, that's awesome. That's just like, that never happens anywhere outside of <laughs> I mean, of what's, what's cool is, like, like, Stanley had a back... This is, I think, maybe only the second, like, f- feature that he had directed, because he came from more of a stunt background and actually knew Michelle uh-huh. uh, doing stunt stuff for D&B. And so, you know, I think he and Jackie were able to connect, and Jackie, first of all, gave him a chance as kind of a younger, a younger guy, but I think they kind of had this mutual respect as stuntmen and 
So I don't know. It's pretty cool that uh, even though the director has changed in this police story film, he's still willing to put his life on the line in front of his crew and everything. So it's yeah, it's awesome. Nice connection. But yeah, it's, I don't know this, this whole sequence, the production value of it is pretty huge. And I mean, this would be worthy of like a finale for police story one or two, I would think. And it's kind of a nice like midpoint, you know, burst here in uh, here in Supercar. Yeah. yeah, for sure. For sure. So after this sequence, um, they're basically making a plan to bust uh, Chaibot's wife out. So they're in uh, Malaysia kind of doing a stakeout at night. And what you end up seeing is that May shows up with like a tour group. Of course, you know what's going to end up happening <laughs> once you see her yeah. following this. They, they're, mm-hmm. they're basically like staying at a hotel and yeah. um waiting for the next day for this situation to come out. And I, I got to say, Michelle Yeoh looks awesome in this outfit at the hotel. Yeah. Yeah, she looks really pretty. And, um, and it definitely only adds to like whatever jealousy May would have. Um, <laughs> sure. Yeah, setting. for sure. Yeah. So what ends up yeah. happening is that while they're walking around by the pool, somebody's taking pictures, and one of the, they end up being in one of the photos. And May, with her um, tour group, she's looking through those same photos, and she sees that he's there, and she's like, "What? Wait a second, what?" So she starts <laughs> looking around for him, and this creates this little dangerous situation where he can't let her know that he's there. Yeah, he can't like blow his cover. If his cover is yeah. blown, like he'll be killed. It's a great little gag, and again, it's like only Jackie Chan. Like I'm pretty sure this was his idea. He's trying to hide from me, so he's face down on one of these <laughs> like lawn chairs with like the nylon uh-huh. strips, and Michelle's character is like giving him this back rub, and mm-hmm. May is like trying to kind of like sneak around to get a good look yeah, at him. Yeah, I did. Look his face, and so she's looking down from <laughs> underneath, and all you can see is like you know jackie's famous big nose (laughs) and i don't know i mean what an amazing sense of humor this guy has Mm -hmm. when you think of like the stereotypical movie star uh, as being like you know really vain and like self-conscious about how yeah and really demanding about how they would ever appear and like you know jackie (laughs) you can imagine just having fun with this gag it's like oh they call me big nose nose. like she'll know it's me because i have this big nose (laughs) it's also cool i can't remember if they dub over her in the dimension version but in the cantonese version you hear uh maggie speaking english um oh yeah that's right with like her yeah a little bit yeah and it's funny because you hear her speaking Cantonese briefly, and then the person responds saying, "Really?" I know in English. <laughs> What's going on? Really? He didn't tell you? Yeah, there's like a weird little logic thing that's seen in the that happens a couple of times yeah. in this. But then we see because she's explaining that Jackie is her boyfriend. And we get to see that one of the one of the henchmen is in the elevator with her, and he almost immediately kidnaps May and and calls Panther, yeah. and 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 tells him, "Hey, guess what? Those two guys that are with you are both cops." And and I this part's I, this part's kind of sad too, because right before this, May had like talks to Jackie. Yeah, I love that totally, scene. Great and totally, I love it too because they totally like come to an understanding. 
and May starts playing along and saying, like, acting like she's a prostitute and saying that, like, you couldn't afford me and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's really sweet because, like, May's like, gets it now. And she's, like, trying to play along and, and make sure his cover's not blown and then immediately blows his cover. Yeah, you kind of it, – it's, like, so juicy you wish, like, there was a little bit of more – a little bit more of that in the mm-hmm. movie. But, I mean, that's kind of part Again, of Stanley's approach. Yeah, just, like, short and sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Right. I just told her in the beginning, then it would have been all fine. No. I love that. Yeah, and it's really that (laughs) tiny little scene that you're talking about. It's really the last substantial scene that Jackie and Maggie ever have, like Mm -hmm. in cinema history, I guess. Because there's a tiny (laughs) little moment coming up, but uh, (laughs) I don't know. Not The end of this movie isn't all that fair to May's character. Although, I guess that's in keeping with (laughs) Bowie's story. uh, Right. Yeah. We get to see the, we get another court scene in this one, again, with the kind of silly wigs. Yeah. But in this one, it is, they are all speaking English in this court scene. And this is supposed to be in, like, a bit shorter. in Malaysia as well. Yeah. Um, but we do get to hear uh, this judge speaking in, in English, even in the Cantonese version. And it kind of begins a, a prisoner transport and Jackie gets... Jackie gets forced to do the bad guy's bidding because May is kidnapped again, and poor May doesn't doesn't get a break in these movies. Yeah, yeah it's messed up. <laughs> but so, and this is crazy. There's like 20 minutes left in the movie, and this whole next 20 minutes is the final scene. Like it's a really long bit where it just yeah. kind of keeps going and going and going yeah, yeah it's if you huge, remember supercop this is this is what you remember i think yeah oh yeah a huge action sequence um mm-hmm. again like i said before shot on location so yeah. uh they were able to cooperate with uh uh kuala lumpur and mm-hmm. uh film all of this you know in the middle of downtown it seems so mm-hmm. uh it's it's another kind of uh jailbreak situation where there's a caravan with uh, Chaibot's wife and Jackie's in looks like a hazardous materials truck and he releases the brake and it's like kind of barreling down the street so it breaks up the caravan and smashes mm-hmm. into the police vehicles and that's what starts all of this so um they bust out Chaibot's wife that's right Michelle Yeoh is, yeah. is kind of in disguise because she crashes in one of the cops and is trying to like kind of distract them <laughs> But you don't know that it's her because yeah. she has like she this, has like a this head, head covering scarf, and yeah. and and glasses on. And I legitimately didn't didn't recognize that it was her at first. Yeah. And I was and I was even dumb me was thinking like, oh wow, this person's doing some cool stunts. Oh, it's Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and they she made, they made a, a point of... to remove the the scarf at, at like at sure. a certain like, yes. yeah spot. Um, and Michelle she was even saying uh... in the interview, it's like what's the point of doing this if they can't they can't see it's me you know it's like it's not as exciting if you're just thinking it's like a stunt person yeah 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 it's pretty cool she she ends up speaking a bit of malaysian too her native tongue oh that's cool that's so awesome. yeah yeah that's yeah it's crazy because it's definitely like everything you see her in she either is speaking english or 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 cantonese or maybe man i guess she's mandarin and um are they speaking mandarin and yeah so that's uh, that's a, a kind of a thing that i think that we probably miss towards the beginning of the movie is when uh jackie arrives in mainland china uh and mm-hmm. he's speaking with them uh they're yeah, speaking his, mandarin his mandarin oh, is, okay. is quite poor sense, right? supposedly <laughs> yeah. yeah so there's a funny thing because 
actually Michelle Yeoh's Mandarin isn't very good and um his Mandarin is very good but in the movie mm-hmm. they're supposed to like she's supposed to be very good at it and he's supposed to yeah, be bad she's at it from mainland right. yeah and yeah. so yeah pretty quickly in another conversation she says it's okay you can speak Cantonese with me yeah behind the scenes it's it might have even really been for Michelle's benefit there <laughs> yeah totally so what ends up happening is that they uh Jackie and Michelle end up capturing Chaibot's wife, and then Chaibot shows up in a helicopter with uh, May, and uh, so they're like kind of having a little bit of a standoff, and they end up tossing May out of the helicopter, which is pretty, pretty, pretty <laughs> scary. <laughs> yeah. But poor May, here we go again, boom, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. falling off of yeah. the thing. So once that happens, uh, Chaibot's wife kind of smacks. Uh, Michelle Yo, and then they jump into this van and now we're going to get this kind of really great chase where oh, uh, yeah. Michelle jumps onto the van and she's hanging off the side which in a lot of ways I kind of think of like police story like yeah, at the, the beginning of police story mm-hmm. Jackie's running and he's trying to like meet up with <laughs> the the helicopter but he ends up hopping in this awesome little car which is oh yeah oh, I looked it up so cool man yeah it's really mm-hmm. cool it's a uh, an MG Midget Mark II. It's a 1964. It looks great. It's wow, really yeah, like it's so small yeah. and and like hey, Jackie's not massive certainly, but he like dwarfs this this little tiny car. Yep, uh, it's great. Yeah, and it has a great jump. Like whenever he jumps into it, he kind of like almost does like a dive kick into it yeah. and, and lands right in the driver's seat. Yeah, I wonder if that was like one take because there, I don't think there were any NGs uh, in the credits of. Uh... Of that jumping into the car stunt. Mm. Oh, yeah. NGs is what they call the outtakes in oh. Hong Kong. So it's NG for no good. Oh, for no good. oh no good. great. Yeah, that's so, awesome. That's so a lot of times you'll hear the stunt people talk about like, oh, there are a lot of NGs on this one. I did huh. notice that, but I would I wasn't sure what they were referring to. Thanks. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah, so it's cool. I mean, I was gonna, I was gonna. We'll ask, get to so. it, but I think actually wasn't gonna ask. I was gonna I think, just pretend uh, that I knew what I was talking about. Yeah, some. Of, <laughs> I don't know. I think some of Jackie's, some of the most famous uh, NGs are in Super Cop. Really, the end credits are mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. So actually, there's um, one coming this... up with this big stunt with Michelle on yes. top of the van. Yeah, it, yeah. it's so crazy because you got the Jackie in the car and then the villains in that van with Michelle Yeoh on top. All the while, the helicopter's flying alongside. It's really awesome. Yeah, Michelle is doing some amazing stuff. Like she's doing much of splits and and like almost does like a handstand on top of the on top of the van to try to dodge some traffic. It's so cool. Yeah, and it, it ends up that you know the villains start shooting out the roof of mm-hmm. the van, and she ends up having to roll off of the van, and she ends up landing on top of. The car that Jackie's car, driving. Yeah. So then he ends up stopping short and she rolls off. And yeah, that was one of the stunts that you see in the credits where she ended up kind of tumbling off the side of the <laughs> uh, car and then it had to stop. And you see like one of the assistants tries to grab her too. And he ends up getting hurt worse than she does, it looks like. Because he like falls and hits the back of yeah. his head right away. Man. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's really cool. So they're both making chase in the little uh, MG and Chaibot has like this kind of grenade launcher gun and he's blowing up cars in, in the middle of traffic with that helicopter it's pretty crazy you see a little green uh mini cooper too in this scene and <laughs> the, yeah the van is just tumbling through so it ends up crashing in the middle of a marketplace so now they've kind of got a foot chase going on and 
yeah, Yunwa's character and uh, uh, Chaibot's wife, they're just making a break for it. And there's two police officers that are chasing, and uh, we get to see Nikki Lee and Rocky Lai again. And they're they're the police officers. They they got mustaches on. <laughs> That's how you know. <laughs> and yeah, there's a great little moment with the foot chase where uh, Jackie and Michelle are running up these stairs to get to the roof. And I love that they're like so winded and tired by <laughs> climbing. Yeah, the stairs. That's it's cool. Like up. they're tired by almost like no like major stunt in the movie. It's just it's a great little like <laughs> Hong Kong humor kind of thing. I just love it. Yeah. Yeah, that's Where they awesome. climb up to the top and like... After, you know, after literally diving off of vans and then running after helicopters, that's what gets them. Yeah. And then we have a great rooftop fight, which, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I mean, I uh, when I think of modern Jackie Chan films, I definitely think of a lot of rooftop fights. I mean, the Who Am I fight is mm-hmm. maybe one of the most... Legendary, oh yeah but i don't think we've had really a sequence quite like this on the show yet and um again yeah. it it happens pretty quickly uh you know it's like a little bit more fast and uh furious action but pretty fast and pretty short which is i kind of think what stanley was going for but mm. yeah a great little moment here is like the two kind of break up in a different uh kind of fighting duos yeah and jackie kind of disposes of panther at this point and one of the other goons that was with them and this is where we see Chaibot coming in with the helicopter and gets his wife. And then Jackie runs up and, and jumps onto this ladder that's hanging out of the helicopter. And this is like, oh, this man. is the most iconic bit of the movie yeah. is Jackie just just hanging on for dear life on this this ladder hanging off the side of the helicopter. I even think ah, just dude. just him jumping to that ladder off I of the know. building. Oh, yeah. That's that's crazy. And there was a thing that's... that um uh Stanley Tong says that uh, he knew that Jackie was a bit nervous about the stunt to begin with. So you would think, I I think it's so funny. What he ended up doing is he scheduled for like a bunch of uh, reporters to be a there the crew, day right? of. Yeah. So it would put more pressure on Jackie to get the stunt done. <laughs> That's messed up. It's funny. It's kind of full circle because we talked about it in Police Story 1, the big jumping, you know, to the pole and sliding down and breaking yeah, out the glass yeah. that, you know, there's a misunderstanding of whether the cameras were rolling and Jackie <laughs> just had to go with it. It's interesting it. that people would end up kind of pressing those buttons knowing like, okay, Jackie's a performer at heart. Like if, yeah. if he has to, and there's no turning back, he's going to do it. But mm-hmm. honestly, I think if Jackie Chan had only made one movie and it was this movie, he'd still be a legend for this oh, stunt. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. I, I don't know this. What can you really say? It's just like, it's just, yeah. your jaw drops watching this and it's it's not only that he's like leaping uh from the roof of this building onto the ladder but then he's like high above the city of Kuala Lumpur and it's clearly him and this mm-hmm. helicopter is careening left and right and mm-hmm. I mean they said they had to bonkers. film this like something like over 10 days oh, can you imagine imagine doing this do once that. and oh, then Imagine having to do this for 10 days every day. Well, And then there was another misunderstanding too, where they had uh, been going through uh, around these skyscrapers and Jackie was like relieved that it was over and his like hands were just in so much pain and he was Mm -hmm. ready to be done. And uh, Stanley from up in the helicopter gives him a thumbs up, which Jackie thought meant we got it. We got the take. Yeah. 
but Stanley, I guess, meant something else by the thumbs up, which was like, can we do another one? Um, yep. So <laughs> Jackie had given him the thumbs up, and without really being able to communicate, like they turn around and go for another one. So he was apparently pretty mad at that, actually. <laughs> but after that, they said that they got the shot, so then he was happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I guess they would have to... Um, load up the film and kind of uh, maybe even refuel the helicopter just outside of the city, which was uh, quite a bit of a flight. So they would load Jackie up on the ladder, you know, out of town and then fly, you know, right into the city. And they'd have to do that every time. Yeah. And it's not like it's just going around in a loop. You can see that he's maneuvering all over the place at high angles. So Jackie, you know, he's being held out like pretty far at an angle during a lot of these turns yeah. it's man it, well there's a great nuts. shot where he hits like a spire of this temple and then mm-hmm. he like falls down a rung of the ladder and is like flipping it <laughs> mm-hmm. oh yeah. man and he he also like flies through a basketball and a billboard yeah. it's yeah. crazy and like and apparently that like... was like a real stunt it's like yeah that's crazy i can't believe <laughs> okay jackie we're gonna use your body to break through a real <laughs> billboard yeah. Yep. Man. So they they eventually encounter a train. So um, they're the they're trying. To... I was thinking, why don't they why don't they just cut the why don't they just cut the ladder? Because <laughs> <laughs> they cut the ladder in just a second. <laughs> why don't they just cut it with Jackie? On? Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm glad they don't. It's called but... it's called plot armor. Have you heard of plot it is, armor? That's true. <laughs> it's that good true. to th- <laughs> it's good to think like a villain, but sometimes villains aren't thinking for themselves. Yeah, yep. that's true. So the other thing I really love about this is that when Jackie falls into the train, he oh, falls yeah, I guess some durian again. onto the durians, <laughs> oh, yeah. which the would bane. suck. But yeah, yeah, there's a lot a... of durian-based violence in this movie. Yep. Oh, my gosh. That amazing <laughs> but... shot as he's going through like the engine of the, the train and the smoke mm-hmm. is billowing up and yeah, he's doing yeah. this like split kick and just missing it. Oh, my god. So cool, so cool. And then the helicopter like gets hooked onto the train, and you get a really dramatic shot of the like, helicopter like erratic behavior. Mm-hmm. And um, Jackie, they were they were talking about how they got this uh, helicopter pilot that would like basically do like Black Hawk like helicopter maneuvering, and he was like a super expert helicopter pilot. And yeah, you can I think see he was just... like an ex US pilot or something it's it's crazy like just to see a helicopter like flailing around like that is really scary but yeah they said the way he reacted to this one moment kind of like saved like saved people's lives like it was he was an amazing pilot and you know it doesn't always work out i mean luckily it's usually a pretty rare story for a stunt person to die in the set of a film but um, there was a pretty legendary uh helicopter accident for wasn't it twilight zone the movie yeah Um, yeah in the eight, oh yeah, in the eighties, um, John Landis, right? Yeah. Yep. So it can Gosh, it can happen. So it man. can happen. Yeah, and it's pretty pretty famous whenever it does. But luckily, it doesn't in this movie. Yeah, here, here. Um, and there's yeah, there are so many stunts where it's like, how did they how do they even do this? Yeah, but what's great but is the, we get to yeah we now get to have some like we got to fight on a rooftop, uh, and now we get to fight on the top of a train a a moving train which is yeah that had to be a dream for jackie for years uh you know growing up watching westerns and and there's that another it's another amazing shot of him kind of running from one car to the other on top while it's moving yeah that's that's really like this kind of parkour jump and oh man but jackie is so leaning into like uh 
kind of his characterization at this point, which is like that he's like a little bit bumbling, like, like, am I going to make it, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, which was like kind of less of an element of maybe the young Jackie Chan. And it's just so great here. There's some moments Mm -hmm. in his fight scene coming up with Ken Lowe where like he's kind of tipping off of, you know, teetering off of the edge of the train car. And it's, it's so good. Yeah, it, it's nuts. It's nuts. Yeah, so Ken Lo and um, Aelin that I mentioned earlier, they're the two kind of like uh, mid-boss guys. And um, <laughs> yeah, he has a really good sequence with Ken on top of the train and Aelin as well. So, I mean, I don't know. I know that they had some kind of wiring holding them onto the train, but that's still just really crazy yeah, to have to... Not- well, and there's, that, there's that famous ng where jackie chan's doing the kick up and oh, just man. just misses it and basically falls off the edge of the train car and like somehow is able to hang on to the rail and i don't know if it's just that the cameras are rolling or jackie is just inc- like incredible but he's like kind of smiling and laughing as he's also <laughs> catching his breath and like holding his chest like oh my gosh mm-hmm. did that just happen it's wow yeah yeah and you can see some of the shots are under cranked when they're fighting because um, what they did is that during certain sequences they had the train um, moving slower than in other sequences so they under cranked some of those shots but we haven't mentioned that um in the midst of all of this michelle's character actually like grabbed a dirt bike and and she's Mm -hmm trying to catch up with the action sequence basically and um, she makes up for it by hopping onto that dirt bike and jumping onto the train itself which is crazy and yeah so she she insisted on doing the stunt herself and she didn't know how to drive uh how to ride a motorcycle so the stunt team helped her learn so one of the things she says is that she knows how to ride on a motorcycle, but she doesn't know how to stop on a motorcycle right. because she, knows how she to just ride had to <laughs> on a motorcycle and jump on a train. But yeah, it doesn't yep. know how to... yeah, yeah. and also like her legs weren't long enough for the bike they were using, so there would be a, a stunt guy holding the bike as they would like rev it up, and then ask her like, "Okay, are you That's good to nuts. go?" And she'd yeah. say yes, and then and let's just go. go. So there yeah, is it's crazy. One, oh, there is nuts. one ng where you can see like a stunt performer like flying over and like hitting and landing and, and it isn't michelle i think they tried for a take or something i couldn't get a clear story on that but what you see in the movie is michelle you know jumping <laughs> basically leaping on a motorcycle onto a train so yeah again we, yeah. we said she could do anything she puts her mind to uh, more proof mm-hmm. here oh my gosh it, it's crazy it's crazy and um it's incredible yeah so in the interview with ken low he mentioned something about um a male stunt driver on the bike and he ended up breaking his leg. Yeah. And that was he that, said that, that the, first attempt. Yeah. Yeah. He said that the break was so bad that the dude's leg was flopping around. Oh, That's messed up. <laughs> the other thing that was uh, surprising to me when I was digging around is that Michelle, Yeoh actually, she looks really tall, but she's not very tall. She's like something like five, four. So hmm. like you were saying about her with the dirt bike, you know, having not being able to reach mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's really crazy. She just when whenever you see her, she seems like a, a tall woman. She's very she's very long face. And mm-hmm. I think that that kind of contributes a lot to it. Yeah. That's so the, larger than the way life the persona. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the way the if the kind of ends is 
Midge, Michelle is able to, the wife is like about to fall off the train. She grabs onto her and is able to save her um, all while uh, Chaibot is um, next to the crashed helicopter. And uh, Jackie's able to like hold on just long enough so that Chaibot gets crushed by the helicopter because it runs into a, into a bridge. Yeah, and, that's like a totally like a James Bond villain death or like oh, yeah, Indiana totally. Jones kind of death. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, yeah, totally. But yeah, it definitely it, has a Raiders quality. It's, it's brutal, so it's brutal, but it's not the... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's, it's brutal, but not because of the hero. And speaking of Raiders, I was totally like they kept showing the propellers and I was just totally I expecting know. someone to run into those propellers. Well, oh, it, man. It's funny because this is like 90, is it 91 or 92? 92. Okay, 92. So it's a few years after Last Crusade, and I feel like there's a lot of Last Crusade influence actually in the movie. Like the boat, the boat chase, like has Mm. a has a flavor of the Venice boat sequence in Last Crusade. And then if you remember the prologue of Last Crusade with River Phoenix on the train, yeah, there's actually a couple. There are actually a couple beats from that, like when he grabs onto the I don't know what you call it. Whenever he falls into the thing full of durians and becomes scared (laughs) durians for that. Yeah, totally. And right, this is a kick up. But uh, (laughs) Jackie grabs on that thing. Durians. Why did that be durians? (laughs) Thank you for picking that up. Thank you. Oh my god, dude, meme that, meme that immediately. (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of cool that. it feels like there's like a little bit of like an invisible conversation between like the Raiders mm-hmm. movies and, and yeah, just Hong yeah, Kong yeah. action. So that's yeah, that's awesome. great. That's great. I also, yeah. um, you know, we got to mention Ken Lo getting hit by the wooden sign. Oh dude. Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. That's yeah, cause there's this wooden sign coming up and, and Jackie's like doing all these cool poses to kind of distract him long enough for, for him to get hit in the back of the head with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's oh, funny. There one. are two moments that have great, like the most like Jack Chan face. Right. Like that have the most outright, uh, like uh Chinese like martial arts. And it's when Michelle is doing this like long form that that was kind of mm-hmm. like that Raiders moment you talked about, mm-hmm. but it sets up a joke. And then Jackie Chan doing this kind of extended thing, also setting up a joke. It's almost like, I don't know, kind of interesting that like the traditional martial arts are kind of just used for humor here. Yeah. But yeah, there's a great story in that interview with Ken Lowe where he said, you know, waiting for the sign to hit you on the back of the head is actually kind of, <laughs> kind of nerve-wracking. And I think they had to do two yeah. takes of it. Um, yeah, they did two takes of it. And he was actually worried that the sign wouldn't break. He said he thought it might be too hard and that would be worse to get hit yeah. with it that way, which, yeah, if you think about uh, that, it would Dude, Ken, Ken Lowe is such a cool guy. He was apparently discovered as like a bouncer in a nightclub that uh, the stunt guys would go to. Or we should yeah. call them, I love uh, Michelle's term. She calls them stunt boys. <laughs> yeah, the boys. Um, <laughs> but the stunt boys would go to. And uh, the guys liked him and they introduced him to Jackie. And Jackie eventually liked him and hired him as his bodyguard initially. And then kind of brought him into the stunt team and brought him into movies. And I don't know. Great story. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. Very cool. So the uh, the wife finally, like they, they all get up on the top of the train. The wife reveals the, the code to the Swiss bank account so that they can get the money. And this is whenever they're both saying, like, oh, well, the money should go to the Hong Kong Police Department. Well, no, it should go to the, the people of China. And Jag says, we'll hold on to it to you. After 97, we'll both be Chinese anyway. <laughs> yeah. i love to have it, but it belongs to the Hong Kong government. No, it really belongs to the people of China. But Hong Kong can keep it in custody. After 1997, we've been working together, eh? Huh. You think I'm going to be working with you again? Oh, 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 oh
Yeah. And then, and then that's the end of the movie. And you get a nice <laughs> helicopter shot. Yeah, yeah. Of uh, kind of backing away from them on the top of the train. And um, yeah, only fitting that you would end with like some kind with of helicopter, helicopter yeah. material. And then, yeah, we oh, go yeah. right into the uh, the outtakes. In, and in, in the Dimension version, we have a familiar song. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Kung Fu fighting this oh, time sung Kung by Fu Tom, Tom Jones. Jones. Yeah, that was I was not expecting that. Whenever I was watching this, movie. yeah, that, and Tom <laughs> Jones is Tom he's Jones. committed to it. I I love that. Um, yeah, I and I love Tom I Jones. Kind, I kind of unironically love Tom Jones, dude. Yeah, he's, sure. he's he amazing. Just, he's just so always so committed to whatever he's doing, no matter how silly. And just a great tone. It's like he gets into this oh, slightly yeah. kind of operatic sometimes bel cantorish thing but it's also great for pop i don't know tom jones is awesome mm-hmm. yeah. there's also a devo song made oh, yeah. for the movie called yeah super cop yeah. yeah yeah was definitely not expecting that either yeah that's pretty nuts it's funny i'm just picturing like uh in some dimension office like they're constantly getting bombarded from these stars uh, it's like you've got Tom Jones on line one and Mark Mothersbaugh was, on line two, Tupac was, was, on was, line I was, three. Oh, I was just picturing Tom Jones leaving the studio and Devo walking in. I'm just crossing paths. Yeah, it's my and also, man. Yeah, one of the other ones is a Warren G version of What's oh, Love yeah. Got to Do with It, which is, is kind of weird. But oh yeah, and there's another. There's a weird. I don't know who does it, but weird version of uh, staying alive for the yeah. earlier in the movie. Oh yeah, but the video. There's a lot of interesting movies. The video for the Warren G song actually has Jackie Chan in it at the end of the video, kind of dancing around. Cool. Yeah, that's always funny to see. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> it's interesting. Such a crazy uh, combination of, of things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like you're saying, it, it is like Dimension is just like let's throw everything at this yeah. and make this. Yeah, you know, make this you know, unique. And it's weird. I mean, I think, you know, there are a lot of different takes on it. Uh, personally, I actually really like what Dimension did with this movie. And, you know, with most mm-hmm. of the movies of this first wave of Jackie Chan kind of breaking out in America, uh, I, I, I don't know. I have kind of a soft spot for the Joel McNeely score. I mean, I do think it needed to be rescored. If you're putting yeah. that movie out in theaters in America in 96, it just it would just be a little too strange, I think, for the average moviegoer, the original mm-hmm. score. And th- yeah, the original score is definitely, that. like, it's crazy you can tell a difference from 1992 to 1996 in the, like, the sound of the yeah, instruments. Totally. Yeah. Well, and e- e- even with Police Story 2, I mean, you could argue that maybe just some of the Hong Kong music production pipeline was possibly a little bit behind Hollywood by yeah. a couple of years. So, yeah, I mean... N- you know, no disrespect to the original composers, but uh, I get, you know, I get it. It makes sense, and and again, the remastering of the movie looks great. Uh, there are oh, yeah. a few scenes edited out. I think the ones that we've brought up, you know, they make sense to be to be cut out of the movie. Um, but I don't know. Uh, there there aren't major differences between the two cuts, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It is a lot of fun movie. Um, I still think I like the first two a little more than this one, oh, but wow. there's definitely oh, cool. some 
there's some really incredible stunts and obviously anything with all the stuff with the helicopter is just like like almost scary to watch because like obviously I know Jackie Chan is still very much alive and well but it's like that's an e- really easy thing to but to you go weren't wrong. sure if it was like a Paul is dead scenario <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it turns out Jackie's actually was replaced by a lookalike yeah. in the mid nineties. <laughs> well, it, and like reading up no. on the movie, apparently uh, Quentin Tarantino at some point uh, named you know Supercop is one of his favorite films, and really saying that it had the greatest stunts uh, like ever filmed. Specifically, you know the whole finale of of the mm-hmm. movie. Um, yeah, hard to argue. I mean, it's just yeah, just an outstanding uh, sequence. It's incredible. And uh, what would what would you guys say is you think the most gifable moment from the whole movie? Mm. Uh, I think the most gifable moment for me is the Jackie diving in and the Michelle running into the window. Oh, that's pretty. Definitely great. gonna make a gif of that one. I, and I think just them jumping out of the place as it explodes. Oh, yes, that's amazing. yeah. But I think I mean, that for uh, for so for me, I would pick the sequence on the train where Jackie's doing all of his posing before Kenlo gets hit by the. By the sign. Oh yeah, yeah, that's, right. yeah that's a good one. That's and my you could choice. Have, you could have the companion one with Michelle doing her forms and Jackie just kind of kicking the guy. Otherwise, uh, that <laughs> Michelle slow mo split kick out of the crowd. Yeah, that's awesome. That's pretty. Yes. That's pretty oh, very terrific. good. <laughs> huh? I wonder. Like, what about a Hollywood remake of Supercut? I, I don't think it's possible, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess. I guess they, Tom they Cruise, did do a Hollywood. I guess um, they kind of did a Hollywood remake, and they just. They're not remake, but they did a Hollywood version of it, and it's just the same movie with with dub voices. Yeah. Right, they even right. got and they even got Jackie Michelle to do themselves. Right. <laughs> I mean, I do think that Tom Cruise is like he's definitely pushing himself for kind of high wire stunts along mm-hmm. the lines of the helicopter. Actually, there's supposedly some helicopter stunt in the upcoming Mission Impossible film where Tom was piloting the helicopter as it crashes. So, oh man, huh. who knows what's it's gonna he seems crazy enough to do two stunts like that. Yeah. So I can see that. But it's also, you can't picture Tom having like a, you know, the big nose gag and allowing himself <laughs> to be yeah. uh, Ridiculed. goofy in that same way. And then as For far sure. as Michelle goes, uh, no, nope, I'm just not sure if there's any, if there's do. any American or I guess Western actress that's anything like the the heroines we've seen in these movies yeah i think that's fair to say or, or we haven't or she hasn't been sort of discovered yet yeah she hasn't been discovered yet at least nothing nothing too mainstream at least thank you so much for listening to this little show of ours uh if you like the show then you can leave us a review on your podcatcher of choice like itunes or stitcher or podcast attic or something like that um, you can check us out on Facebook at Heroes 3 Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Hero the Numbers 3 Podcast. If you want to see any of the gifable moments we mentioned, we'll be posting those up there along with the episode post. And next week, we are going to be finishing up this police story arc, I guess. Yeah. We're going to be finishing up this police story uh, exploration with the final, I guess not the final, but the last of the, the four main police story movies. <laughs> it's Police Story 4 First Strike. So, uh, Carlos, what's what we got to expect for next week? Well, we've got ladders, we've got sharks, <laughs> we got uh, <laughs> naked Jackie Chan again. That's good. Um, yeah, it's noticeably absent in this movie. We've got snowmobiles. We've got um, uh, Nathan Jones, that huge dude that we've seen before. Oh, awesome! Yeah. Um, I love that guy. Who we've got else Uncle Bill we? from uh, Fearless, right? Yep. We've got yep more Uncle Bill. 
Jackson, uh, th- he was in uh, Fist of Legend. He was Akutagawa. Yeah. The, uh, oh, cool. Jackson Liu, I think his name is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we've got a bunch of stuff coming up. It's it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I love First Strike. I don't know. That was like uh, probably one of the Jackie VHSs. Like, I, I watched the most of this kind of first <laughs> oh, great. of like dimension, you know, uh, localizations or whatever. But um, yeah. Yeah, pretty yeah, it's gonna it's cool. gonna be awesome. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, and th- there have been more uh, police story movies, but yeah, like Matthew's saying, like this is these bunch are all sort of part of the same run, and yeah, there's, yeah. there's been two attempts to kind of reboot the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I think we'll get more into get that into next that. week. Yeah. So yeah, so what, what we did is you know we got the police story, the boom, like the the Jackie Chan like explosion that led mm-hmm. into basically Super Cop is kind of like his international explosion and we're riding the wave of that into jackie chan's first strike well until next week where we're taking a look at police story four first strike or sometimes known as jackie chan's first strike i'm matthew i'm marty i'm carlos and we are the heroes three remember your training Heroes 3 is part of the Mercado Brothers Podcast Network.